Nayelupondwana on SAFM. Twenty-nine minutes now before nine. You're listening to Facts of Faith. I'm Nayelu Pondwana. We are together until nine o'clock. And now our final guest for tonight. And don't worry, I can see. I see your voice notes and your text messages in a short while. We'll play those as soon as we're done with our guest. Last in the past two weeks, we've been having a conversation with uh, Pearl Osa, and uh, she is uh, the author of the two books that we had spoken about. And I do want us now to just have a brief conversation about some of the things that she had said that I was hoping that we could clarify and see if it, there is any solution uh, to some of the problems um, that we have as people who are living and people of faith, regardless of what faith you come from. Pearl, also good evening to you and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening. Thank you for having me. Let's just pick up from where we left off last week. We were talking about some of the things that you wrote in your book, and I was wondering about the inspiration behind your book. Do you gather your inspiration from your experiences or from just sheer texts and hermeneutics? Um, well, for this particular book, the experiences and the experiences of others informed the book. You know, I often say that experience is the best teacher and that good students do not often wait to be the ones who experience experiences. You can learn from other people's experience. No revelations. Am I to hear that it's just sheer experiences, no revelations. God does not come to you in sleep and say, Pearl. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Lots of deep voice. I think he knows he's scared, scared me. But I did share with you last week that... Uh, when we had, this was a particular week or two in which we as counselors uh, in ministry had heard just one too many stories of um, marriages in distress. And when we sat down to talk about it, this was where the voice of the Lord came in. It didn't sound as scary as yours, but he said to me, what are you going to do about it? Because the church is beyond uh, four walls and it's your influence and impact on society. And if you see a problem, then it's your assignment to deal with. Um, we've been forced to have a beautiful marriage. And so the assignment is, well, then do something with what God has brought you with. So yes, there was definitely a revelation okay. um, with the not possible to have a good marriage. Beautiful marriage is a rather subjective word, especially when you have a lot of children like you, almost like Father <laughs> Abraham. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost, almost. We're getting there. One more. You, you go, you're, you're going to, to, to 12? I, I suspect um, that the Lord is not done with us. Let me put it that way. Are, are you hinting? Is it something? Is, is there a bun in the oven, Pearl? No, 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 no. There isn't. There isn't. There isn't. Okay. But you know what? I'm sorry. When we were on number five, we thought we were done. We're like, listen, we've got so much work to do, and when I'm pregnant, I pretty much come to a full stop. Yes. Um, we were done, but uh, we get now a prophet comes and says, "Listen, the Lord says." Another one comes and says, "Please tell the authors." From the Lord, he says he's not done, and he wants to run through your family to bring what he wants to bring on the earth. So it's not your prerogative to decide the number you will have. That's not the problem that we have. Uh-huh. Um, in recent, there's been a few more of those sort of 
you know, I saw I had a dream in my world. So I've, I've, I've decided not to close shop. Just wait to see what's going Okay. <laughs> nice euphemism there. Decided not to close shop. Let's talk about the actual resources that take care of those children because of course it's not prayers that look after those children. Children don't eat the Holy Spirit. How does God when God gives you all these children does God also offer you the resources to take care of them especially without with the standard doubt. of living in this country? <laughs> without a doubt. So I mean I don't I don't know of a vision for that he does not make pro vision for. Yeah. And if you find yourself of a vision without provision, it might have been ambition and not um, commission from the Holy Spirit. So for us, most definitely, we've never lacked, we've never gone to bed hungry, and um, you know, you would be shocked what the Word can do. I mean, it was the Word who said thank you and converted five loaves and two fishes to what fed thousands, and that was not even including the women and children. Um, so yes, no, we pray, and He supplies our every need according to His mission and glory. And yet it doesn't happen with other families. What's happening with God? Is God discriminatory there, Pearl? Because some families that are struggling to feed their children, and some don't even have 11 children like you. They have three, sometimes two, sometimes one, and they struggle to feed even that one. What's the story there? What's going on with God? I think there's a variety of... Some of the time, not all of the time, is that people do not... They choose to cut their coat according to their size and not according to the size of the cloth. And so, I mean, when you're raising children, something that's really key to people would be like, oh, you know, it's got to be the best school. And, and when they get to school, they're going to compete with other children with a brand. So I need to make sure that I afford them those brands. And I'm not about that. I mean, my first child is, he just turned 18. He is in his, uh, going into his third year pre-med. Um, and so the values that we instill are beyond the that money can buy. The focus is really on, on destiny, on purpose. I'm conscious that I'm raising nations, kings, not just people who are going to deplete and, and take oxygen, but actually add to the GDP of the economy. So um, I'm not about trying to live with competing with Jones and live a life that's not mine to live. Um, and I think I'm able to economize that way. That's one. Number two, you know, I, I enter covenant with God. I mean, just even with having the children, I say to him, listen, this covenant will not be complete. The testimony will be incomplete if you allow me to die in having giving birth to these children. Because this was, in my flesh, my plan was to And the white picket fence, you know, I had that sense of life mapped out. I was high-flying in corporate South Africa. That was the plan. Now, you called me out of that and said that you need to demonstrate. I've always said, if there's another Bible written, I want my name in it. Um, and when I read of the faith of the saints, I see it's not always demonstrated in my generation. If you're going to use me, don't put me to shame. When I call to you, Lord, um, I trust that you will provide, and I will I will use the resources wisely. So, you know, I, I find that us getting to a place where we're too, I think, logical, too textbooky with the word, we need to have that word become flesh. Literally, we need to get to a place where we're like, let there be light now, and to wrestle like Jacob did um, at the end of the garment and he chooses to bless us. Well, uh, I, I think my question there was about God not giving the provision in spite of the fact that there was a vision. I, I need you to just... How do, we, how do we know that there was a vision? I mean, if, if he asked... Uh, me to have 11, and he told someone else to have three, and they saw me having my 11, and they thought, wow, we could do this, yes. and went for five. 
because it was not their fault. Do you know what I mean? Where, where do the children come from, Pearl? Do they not come from God? Where do the children come from? They most definitely come from God. But I think I, I've not seen a lot uh, of preaching around the fact that we should structure every single thing. Where we live, who we marry, how many children we have, yeah. what school they go based strictly on what God said. Strictly. I mean, if you take the, the census of just 10 believers, you might find six or seven of them who have said to you that I didn't move, so he said to move. Um, the other, or the other way around, you might find three who say, I don't take a step unless he says I should take it. Majority of us might say, listen, I move, and along the way, I ask the Lord to bless what I had started. And sometimes the deprivation or his no might be a redirected back to where he actually wants to be. And so we find ourselves struggling with it might be an economic struggle, uh, where God is just trying to get our attention and bring that back to complete dependence on him. Now let's let's. I want us to conclude our conversation on this note, and 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 our focus was just on that for tonight, there, Pearl. That we're talking about a country that has an epidemic of children that have no fathers, an epidemic oh. of children that have no parents who are orphans, an epidemic yeah. of children who are raised by parents who are not present in their lives they're just present there financially an epidemic of a country who has a majority of its adherents being christian people claiming to be christian adherents and they always say god said be fruitful and multiply and yet there is no fruitful or no, or, or no multiplication of the resources to look after those children it begs the question should we really listen to that text that says be fruitful and multiply if we're going to be broke in a country that demands 23 rand for a liter of petrol and I have to buy a loaf of bread for 18 if not 20 rand? If God is not providing, then perhaps we should ignore that injunction to be fruitful and multiply. Throw the Bible in the dustbin. It does not serve my purpose. Would you say so, Pearl? I would definitely not say so. I would say that I've read, we spoke about this last week, I've read the Lord, I know what it says, but I need a rhema that is for me. And so, you know, when I look at Abraham, his fruitfulness is limited to just one child. And then you go to his offspring, his fruitfulness is now up to 12 years. So, it's the same word, but it might be a different interpretation, a different revelation. It is so important to get the word for you. Okay, all right. I really am hoping that we will be able to understand the concept of rhema and the word for me and word and need and all of that. Thank you very much, Pearl. Also, we really appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. 18 minutes now before nine. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. And now we're going to take your calls um, on whatever is on your mind. It's the open line. We're going to read your text messages. We're going to play your voice notes. You're still listening to Facts of Faith. Hashtag SAFM Facts of Faith Here we go, we're taking your calls now Let's go My goodness, it would appear that everyone wants to talk on Uganda Let's go to Anonymous Good evening, Anonymous In Durban Well, thank you, Anonymous Go ahead Okay, Okay, I'm going to relate How much to share about uh, Pay and death Right um, let's see, Surah 27 from the Quran, Surah An-Namal, if you have a translation, 
we go through it carefully. Twenty part. Hello. I'm, I'm listening. You saying Surah twenty seven. Twenty seven and number. Okay. Part twenty. Verse 54 to 48. Are you going to read it for us? I'm, I'm, I'm still trying to find the ayat. Go ahead. Okay. So can I, you, should, you want to read it, it's fine. Which, you, 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 you said the, the, the ayat is which one? The verse? 54 to 48. Okay, I'm going there. I'm trying to go there as quickly as... Okay, here we go. All right, um, it reads, And remember, Lot, when he rebuked the men of his people, do you commit that shameful deed while you can see one another? And then 55 says, Do you really lust after men instead of women? In fact, you are only a people acting ignorantly. 56 reads, but his people's only response was to say, expel Lot's followers from your land. They are a people who wish to remain chaste. 57 reads, so we delivered him and his family except his wife. We had destined her to be one of the doomed. 58 reads, and we poured upon them a rain of brimstone, how evil was the reign of those who had been warned. Thank you, sir. I clearly state that God is talking. Yes. Any man, this is from the Quran. It tells you it's abomination. Man is foolish. Chases after his stupid. It's not like, you know, animals have more intelligence, more brains. To be honest with you, you'll never find an animal of the same sex running towards each other, you will never. How come in a human we supposed to be the best of God's creation? And we turn like animals, worse than animals. Anonymous? No. Anonymous? Yes, sir. May I re yes, sir. respectfully request that we don't equate people to, hum to, to animals? If we can Sorry, make any point I'm that we want to make, but... That shows how low... Uh, you can make the point without lowering the dignity of human beings to that of an Sorry. animal. Remember, our okay, constitution enjoins us here on this radio station to have to keep the dignity of human beings. Go ahead, Anonymous. This is God's answer to what the pastor and she couldn't explain. It's here directly for people from the Quran. Yeah. Remember, God's law is not against any man's law. Yeah. People are going against the law of God. I, I, hear, you. I yes, hear you. I hear you, Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, Anonymous. What what I need you to help me understand, uh, Anonymous, sure. is is sure. how you arrive at your conclusions because even the Quran, as we have just yes. read now and Anamal, mm -hmm. it it does not refer to these people as 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 animals or uh, as an I'm, abomination. I'm using, I'm using I understand. What I'm trying to, to refer your attention back to is what the Quran says. Remember, yes, we need to distinguish between what you are saying and what the Quran is saying. The Quran yes, says, do you really lust after men instead of women? In fact, you are only people acting ignorantly. 
Okay, I'm sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. We've moved on from there. We've moved on from there. It's all right. So what I'm what I'm saying now is, it even with uh, Ayat 55, it says, you the people are acting ignorantly. So yeah. it refers to the actions, not not the, the, the. It is the actions that are ignorant. Their people the are acting ignorantly. The destruction, Say the that again. The destruction, which was against the law of God. I agree with you. I'm not even contesting that with you. I'm not even. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah. So basically, the act of homosexuality yeah. is a major crime against God. As far as the Quran is concerned, it is. You're absolutely yes, right. Sir. Yeah. Again, thank you. Thank Got you. it. Thank you very thank much, anonymous. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. I, I I really appreciate the dignity of 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 anonymous to be able to apologize when he has. Thank you very much for that, Anonymous, because we have licensed conditions at this radio station. Um, we have to abide by them. Let's go to Vuiswa in Park Town. Good evening, Vuiswa. Uh, good evening, Naya. How are you? Well, thank you. Thanks thank you very much. Thank you yes, for calling yes, there, Vuiswa. Go ahead. You know what, uh, mm. Naya? Mm. I'm not going to... Because uh, I, I think the brother is summed the work by by cutting those uh, verses. Yeah. But what I tell you is that I've been to, 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 to Jordan to the Dead Sea yes, several times doing my research and going deeper about this story. And when I was standing at the Dead Sea, uh, I decided not to actually interview anyone who was my my age or anyone, you know, less than uh, less than 80. I, I was looking for people at 80 upwards so that I can actually find out what did their great friends uh, tell them about the story of Sodom and Homer. Yeah. Because I think they were closer to the situation than the, the current generation of my age and others. So I discovered that uh, there were nine series that went down, and uh, as they, they estimate, they say, they are estimating that it's 750 meters below the sea level, but uh, they said it's deeper than that. There were nine series, and it was in the lofty waters, and uh, the corruption was beyond this corruption with this uh, homosexuality, as we call it. And I, I, I dread to mention that name because it, it makes my, 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 my spine shiver. But then I asked, what was the real reason why it went down? So all people would tell me all those things that could happen in Sodom and Homo. Mm. And I looked at these nine series, I, missed, I, I looked at these lofty waters, and I said to myself, this is a description of exactly what is happening in my in, in country. We are in the lofty waters. You know, we've got nine provinces, and we seem to be misinterpreting uh, the, the so-called word, word of God. Yeah. You know, for me now, I, I doubt it very much because we can interpret and change it the way we want. Yeah. And yet, the Bible in the Book of Chronicles, it says, I'm immutable. And he says his words should not be decreased or increased. Yeah. But we're busy doing this business to show that corruption has actually gone even to every place that we thought it was sacred. May and I ask you a question there, Abuiswa? Um, um, yes. There are people who are arguing, and I want to hear your take here, they're arguing that um, in Sodom and Gomorrah, that was not homosexuality that was happening there. It was r- rape. These guys wanted to rape the angels that came there. It was forced. It was not consensual. And, and, and the objection here is, is on the forced 
intercourse and not necessarily intercourse between male and male. How do you respond to that, Fuzo? You know what? I, 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 I went deeper with my research because yeah. I went even to whether John the Baptist stayed before he wrote, beheaded him, or all those places up to Petra, up to the Gulf of Aqaba, because I was trying to find the truth because mm. I'm still on the, on the search for the truth. How I respond to that uh, is that it was not only homosexuality that, that was happening. Yeah. It was corruption, neglecting the poor, all this corruption we're talking about in this world. And, uh, you know, all these things that we're seeing in South Africa, they're happening. The only thing that we haven't seen, because people are now even raping a, water, a watermelon. Oof. That's what I picked up. Uh, okay. That's the only thing that we haven't seen. So I wish you could actually... Try and find a film, because you know, I, I watched it where, where this was still in the USA. It's called uh, The Imitation of Benny Hill. You'll see what it, was It's said. called what? Say that again. The Imitation of Benny Hill. And I would like you to try and the find The Imitation of Benny Hill? Yes, Imitation of Benny Hill. Or You'll Burning see what Hell. was okay. Okay. Hell, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yes. So if you can find the film, I'm, I'm still trying also because I'm not winning, but I, I think I watched it. Okay. In the USA. I yeah. hear you. I hear you. Thank you very much, Voice. That can answer our, 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 our thinking, our questions, because I think people are, are, are going down to subconscious, but some of us are conscious now. Okay. Okay. The Imitation of Burning Hell. I'll look for it. Thank you very much, Voice. Okay, uh, let's move on to Rosemary in Pumalanga. Good evening, Rosemary. Good evening, Naye. Mm. Uh, good evening, Naye and your listeners. Thank you very much. Go ahead, uh, Rosemary. What's on your mind? Oh, yes. I've been looking forward to this moment. Naye, I'm going to be quite different, but it's going to give us some answers. Okay. There's a lot of confusion going on in the world. But I'll concentrate on South Africa or Africa. Mm. And the reason is this. We have been misled, Mr. Lipondwana. We have been misled by our pastors and our leaders. And I can prove this to you. But more especially, I'll speak on the pastors. Everyone who calls himself a pastor... If they are really praying to the true living God, why doesn't he answer? And what are you referring to, ma'am? What are you, what, when you say, why does he not answer, what are you referring to? Answer how? Why, why, why is there no change? Because really we are suffering now. Yes. Yeah. So why is there no change? Okay. I, I'd love to get an opportunity so I can talk to them. You know, I've got questions, but over and above that, I have been sent to warn human beings that what we have seen is nothing. There are disasters that are still going to come. We are going to see things that will make us crazy because God is angry. He is angry because we have been misled, as I said earlier. But to cut things short, Naye, God has commanded me to ask our leaders and our pastors to call a holy meeting so we can come to him 
and confess our sins. And he will tell us himself what we need to do, how we need to live. Okay. We must hear from him because so much has been said, but things are just getting worse. Yeah. That yeah. is the message that I have. Okay, got it. We heard it. The whole country heard it. Thank you very much, Rosemary. Appreciate your call, yeah? Whoa, okay. Let's go to the voice notes. I understand uh, you've been waiting for your voice notes to be played. This is your chance now. Go ahead, Sylvester. How do you answer this question? Imagine with me. I have read it also, that scripture that says, Fire falling down from heaven, bend down uh, the homosexuals. Uh, that were in Sodom and Gomorrah. Literal fire, burning people. Hey, <laughs> I think God has a different sense of humor. I don't know how he thinks, but I guess when he's angry, he's angry. That's all I can say. Okay, that's a comment, really. Got it. You didn't tell us his name. Go ahead, Silas. Please play the next one. Oh, good evening, Naya, and mm. good evening to SFM listeners. I hope you hear me because there's rain where, where I'm driving at right now. I've been listening to your conversation. It's a very lovely conversation. You know, I was listening to this conversation with your previous guest, Pell, and when you were asking her about does God, is God discriminatory because he's not providing for others as he is providing for her and 11 kids? And I think one of the things that she has based her faith on, on her life on, she is practicing the faith of Christianity or of believing in God in the fullest of extent. Like she is not compromising whenever God tells her to jump. She just asks, how high do you want me to jump, Lord? So maybe that's one of the reasons why maybe her things are going, are, are going well because maybe with other people, they are actually practicing the religion to the fullest of extent. They are practicing it but then they're not really obedient to whatever it is, the requirements that come with the religion. That's my small take. Okay, got it. Hear you. Thank you very much. Good evening, SAFM. See, this is the difficulty I have with the religious people because they tend to think that their understanding or their religious belief should be imposed on everybody. In other words, it's their way or no way. I don't believe that the Quran or the Bible is the manual for life. Yes, maybe oh. for them, but not for everyone. Okay. Let us respect everyone and respect what they believe or do not believe. Thank you very much. Good evening. Okay, got it. Loud and clear. It may be very difficult to scrape Christian holidays in South Africa because majority of the people who subscribe to Christianity and the doctrine of Christianity. Even those who don't go to church, when they start their things, funeral and everything, and the function, they still pray. They lead their Christian prayers. So it may be very difficult. The issue is all other religions are not prohibited. They can have their fun. They can have their places. But uh, to think that South Africa may not follow a certain religion, it may be wrong. It accepts other religions. Not like in, in Arabian countries when they say, you don't wear this in the public, you don't do this. But in South Africa, we don't. So majority of South Africans and the voters subscribe to Christian principles and doctrine. So it may be very difficult. They may defend their turf. They are grown and born into this Christianity. Go in, Pulukwan. Eh, go 
Do you remember Christians huffing and puffing about corporal punishment? And the law was passed in spite of the huffing and puffing of the Christians. We don't have corporal punishment now in our schools. Regardless of what the Christians said, same applies with abortion. We have termination of pregnancy in this country legalized and we have clinics that are supposed to be having that done. Regardless of what the Christians say, really, Christians really don't have a voice in this country. They huff and puff and blow their own houses away. Hey, brother, Nai. Hey, mm. brother, you are having a very difficult uh, guess there. Man. Yes, yes. Man, let them listen to you. Don't fight with the youth. Please, they don't fight with you, man. Yeah. You are asking relevant because you want to know. Tell them that you want to know. Yes. They mustn't protect themselves. Are we Webster? Thank you very much, Webster, for protecting me. <laughs> All right, we're going to leave it right there. My time is up. To all of you for tuning in and listening and sending your text messages, your Facebook messages on inbox. Thank you very much. I understand two hours is just not enough, but that's all we've been given for the entire week. This is Facts of Faith on SFM. My name is Naya Lupondwana from the team, Sylvester, and do have a wonderful evening. Godspeed.